Good morning. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. That was the Cosmonauts from uh, their CD AOK off our new releases. I love checking out the new releases here at KUCI. We get a great collection of new music. If you're not familiar with the shows we have to offer, visit www.kuci.org. We have such an eclectic mix of music and public affairs shows. So I'm Janine. This is Get the Funk Out. And standing by to join us is director, producer, writer, and performer, Katja van Leeuwen, and she's going to give you actually the real Dutch pronunciation of her name, in case I've messed it up. Uh, and she's joining us right now. Yes, hello. Hi, I Sorry. lost you. That's Something okay. went wrong with the connection. No problem. Good morning. Thanks for calling in. Yes, hello. How are you doing? Great. I, I really enjoyed watching your short film, William. I Before we get into that, could you tell the yeah. listeners perhaps how you got into filmmaking? Uh, yes, of course. Um, well, actually, I was trained as an actor. I studied in London. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, you know, as a lot of people know who pursue such careers, um, it's very hard to find the right roles. And it, it got very frustrating for me. So I actually started to create my own work. And I started writing theater plays. And I did a lot of theater Mm-hmm. Uh, before I started writing for film. And I, I started writing initially so I could be acting. And then during that process, uh, you know, I created William. And further on, I learned that also, like, directing was maybe even more of a passion of mine. Um, so, so that's how it all started. And that's William was my first film that I made. The cinematography is gorgeous. Oh, thank you. Yes, that was like uh, two two Dutch boys who did the cinematography. And uh, we were very lucky to be shooting in Luxembourg, which is very, uh, yeah, it's just be- very beautiful, um, less flat than Holland. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it gives a, a good picture. Now, what led you to acting? Well, I think I was very shy in, in high school. Uh as a child, I was more alive and vibrant, but in high school, I sort of like uh, the system didn't really work for me, and I became very shy, and I think I just had a very deep longing to, you know, find my way, my, my, my place in the world, and right. discover myself as a, as a, you know, a human, and so drama school for that was very good to get to know myself, develop myself, mm-hmm. and... Um, yeah, find my own truth and my own path, really. So I love that. I, it's almost like, I, mean, I can relate. I was very shy when I was in high school. Oh, I mean, if, yeah. I, if I was asked to sing in a group, I would just mouth the words. That's how shy <laughs> I was. <laughs> yes. You know, and, and then yeah. you throw yourself into an acting class and you force yourself to stretch and to grow yeah. and it's good for you. Yeah, I think it's absolutely wonderful. And, and I think for a lot of people... For some people, they're really actors, actors, you know, mm-hmm. like that is what they're, 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 that's their calling, so to say. And for, but it can lead, it can lead to, yeah, I mean, you became, I don't know if you ever did any acting classes, but you're yes. pursuing some kind of creative career yourself. Yes. Um, you know, so it's like, um, it sort of brings you back to your essence because it's so vulnerable, you know? Oh, yes. Um, yeah. No, yeah. I, I love acting, and I love taking classes. Uh, I love improv. Mm, uh, I've, yeah. taken, I've taken Groundlings and UCB, but I gravitated toward, more towards the Groundlings because of the character work. And I find it 
I love growing and learning new things and stretching. So I, I, I find it to be a fascinating but very yeah. difficult path. It is very difficult. I think the most difficult for me was that you you make yourself dependent on other people and you sort of wait for somebody else to discover you. And mm-hmm. I think for me, when I realized, um, I mean, I had a lot of like really bad experiences. Like I, mm-hmm. I just like, you know, I did auditions and mm-hmm. I completely failed. I, I failed Aww. so hard. I was like, it's okay to fail, but could it have been just a little less obvious, you yes. know? So, yes. But I think these moments are so important to experience. And it was because of these terrible experiences that I thought, well, I, I, I want to pursue this, but I don't want to be so unhappy. Right. So, so, so I, th- I thought, you know, if I just stop waiting for somebody else to discover me, yes. I will discover myself right here and now. So that's what I've been doing ever since. That oh, that's great. I, I give myself the credit of my big discoverer, and I actually quite like that. That's Nobody wonderful. else can take that credit, you know? Sure, I mean, you write the role for you that you feel that you'd want to play. Yeah, and right now I'm in a situation that I'm like, well, you know, I don't need to act in all my films. You know, I, I sometimes I've directed a, a film that I wasn't acting, and I could have done it, but I just thought that this woman, for example, was better for the character, and mm-hmm. I just really enjoyed bringing the best out of her performance, and actually she won uh, Best Actress, and I was very proud, you know? Fantastic. That is wonderful. Congratulations. Yeah. Tell yeah, me, thank you. <laughs> so can you tell me about the, the film, William, how you came up with the idea? Um, yes. Yeah, so William, I mean, you've seen it. And yes. maybe for the listeners, it's, it's about the, the relationship between a young woman and a child. And it's a very simple story. It's basically um, the, the boy, he has Asperger's, and the woman brings him to a school for special education. And the mm-hmm. whole film is... Is actually the, the the car ride in which she has to come to terms with herself and the acceptance of her action, and um, mm. so and it's not told in a linear way. So we go back and forth, right. like the joyous part of the the you know the connection between the two of them and the boy. He also only communicates in a Shakespearean text. So yes. there's all these different elements in there that that resonate with myself. Um, my passion. I mean, I studied classical acting in London, so mm-hmm. I have a big um, love for Shakespeare. Um, and then the the uh, the boy, um, you know, like he has Asperger's. Mm-hmm. We don't really say it in so many words, but you can sort of understand that he's within the spectrum. Yes. And as I grew up, my my older brother, uh, as I found out later, you know, he you can say he has Asperger's. He's mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, but he's he's a chemist, and he, oh. he. But when we're younger, like the teachers thought he was stupid that he could not even do the lowest education, and I really saw the struggle of my my mother, especially like not being able to, how to deal with this child that later on turned out to be highly intelligent, and but he just thinks in molecules, like he's just a very highly intelligent person that just cannot cope with like the standards yes. and the expectations of society. And I think this, to me, is something that I find very, very important to shine light on these aspects and not just put them in a box, but just, like, mm-hmm. show show the person, show it 
show the different sides of, of a character, of, of, a, of a human being. Like, right. someone is never only one thing. That's the duality of life. It's built out of, of dualities. And Oh, that's so um, true. That's yeah. so true. So have you, has your brother seen this film? Yes, he has seen it. But, you know, he, yeah, I think, um, I think he, of course, he likes it. Uh, but I, I'm not sure if he, like, relates to it with himself in that sense i mean he's a chemist and william in the film is like a shakespeare lover who only uses these texts it is very different but Mm -hmm. i think a lot of people who know people with um within the spectrum like i think a lot of people can relate to it that's what i've heard was it hard writing this film i mean did it take you a long time to produce um yeah it's it took well to be honest i'm still in development for the feature film and Mm -hmm. that's what I started five years ago on the script, and as a proof of concept, I decided to make a short film first. Makes sense. Um, so yeah. I, I'm still actually in the middle of it, and there's a lot of people who can't wait to see the the feature film being made. So that's that's right now. I'm I'm um, talking with people and producers and um, developing the script into that's a great. more healthy condition and. So it's like basically everything that I've done so far is, is to be able to make this feature film. It's, yeah. such, it's such a passion project for you, which is wonderful. And I love the idea that you produce a short film yeah. as a you know precursor to what's coming. I yeah, I mean, I, I focus on the short film. You know, I wanted it to be like a whole, like the short film is a story on its own. Right. I think you did yeah. that really well. I, I really did. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Was I'm it, glad. Was it hard to find the right boy for the part? Um, well, in a way, yes and no. Um, I I contacted someone that I knew, and he referred me to this boy, and he was the first boy that I uh, actually met, and I just instantly knew he was the boy. Um, but as I learned as well in my filmmaking uh, career so far is that I tend to do things uh, very much in an authentic way that is not always the way it's supposed to go. Okay. So when I know something, I know something and I just do it. You know, I don't question it. Yeah. And so there was like the co-director um, uh, who said, you know, no, you have to have auditions and this and that. It cannot be just the first boy. <laughs> And so I was like, okay, well, I guess I should listen to you because you're more experienced. So I went out of my way. I called all the acting schools in London, and you, I did put a lot of effort in there. Yes. And then I said to them again, like I said, well, but this is the boy. You just have to trust me. This is the boy. Right. You're not going to get it any better than this. And so I flew to London. I met up with him, and, you know, he's an absolutely brilliant boy. And, like, uh um, so he was incredible. yeah, and, and then it was decided. Yeah, he was yeah. he was really incredible. Yeah, he is incredible. He uh, he actually just uh, he's he's now at Ethan College. Um, okay. So that says a lot about yes. his brilliance. I say I say I think. I would say so. And okay. he was just playing the um, lead character in the White King, a new film mm-hmm. um, that's being released. I think in January uh, or February in in England. Um, wow. So yeah, he's wonderful, and of course, I hope that 
also for the feature film, I mean, he's he's growing. He's not stopping with growing. Yes. So, <laughs> um, but you know, maybe we can adjust the script. I don't know. I mean, it would be wonderful to to make this feature film uh, with the same with Lorenzo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting because I loved watching the chemistry on screen with the two of you. I mean, you had so mm. many emotions going on as you're driving. And is this something people can see? I mean, I know I got a screener, but can people see this? Yes, uh, they can see it uh, uh, at the LA Femme Film Festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will be screening, I think it's on the 21st of um, October. Okay. Uh, and the venue is, let me see, it's like at the... Lemical Music Hall in Beverly Hills. So people okay. can look online, uh, lafem.org, and they can order tickets if they want. Perfect. Um, and I think it's around noon. There's a couple of short films being screened. Oh, good. And I can put it up on my blog. My blog is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. Now, speaking of which, the theme of the show, Get the Funk Out. I'm assuming, you know, being an actress, trying to produce your own work, you go through these ups and downs. How do you keep so positive well of course yes definitely goes with ups and downs but i don't know the things that that keeps me going is that i always keep going (laughs) it's like um like for example yesterday maybe i had a day that i was like okay it's it's just so hard it's such a long road and um you know and then i know that i if i have a day like that i i just try to relax and know that the, the next day i'll just put my armor back on and jump back on the horse and just keep going, you know, because when you want to pursue a career in film, like that's the thing, like, you know, you have to really know that this is what your path is Mm -hmm. and then you just keep going because I know that I will be directing films for the rest of my life. Like it's a given. Yes. So yeah, just keep going. (laughs) And I mean, I love it. Like I absolutely love it. So so there's hard moments, but as long as the hard moments are because it's a creative process, mm-hmm. you at some point know, okay, it's hard because it's a creative process. You know, it's not that I'm depressed. It's just, it's just hard, it is you hard. know? Right. Um, but not doing it, that would make me depressed, and that is not good. <laughs> I wanted to ask you also, do you have a team of people that support you that maybe you... Um, throw ideas out to i mean do you have a group that supports um, you creatively yeah like like of course like it depends on each project uh, and i currently have different projects that i'm working on mm-hmm. um since uh, the beginning of this year i became a founding partner of cinema collaboratorium which is a film studio in los angeles based in north hollywood and, you know, even though, like, I can't really work in the United States because I, I, I'm, I don't have a visa, like, we do collaborate and I try to bring more European films to the studio and we have weekly, like, meetings and, you know, talk about film and projects. And so, so for me, that is a big support. And that's also a great place for other people who are based in America um, or in Hollywood to, to, yeah, a place where you can actually find each other and be inspired and and you help each other with projects where you can or connect them with the right people. I love um, that. That's great. Yeah. Because yeah. it's all really about networking. I mean, they, so many industries, but especially acting, whether you're meeting directors, producers, other actors, helping one another. 
Yeah, I think that is very important. And also for me, it's very clear that I don't want to pursue like an acting, acting career. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to act when when I'm right for the part. But it's more that I, I really pursue directing and producing. So, um, you know, I, I, I know the struggle as an actor, so I have the understanding how hard it is. And I try to be kind when people reach out to me like, oh, I, I'm an actor. Do you still need this? You know, mm-hmm. it's like... It, I, I, because I think they're so bold doing that because I, I think I was always a bit too shy to do it. Yes. Um, you know, so you have an appreciation for all the different people who pursue different careers within the industry. And I think it is very nice to have a place where you can sort of connect with people and everybody is in the same boat and we're all there to really help each other. And not it's not it's not a competition, you know. It's, right. You cannot... Start, you know, putting your energy into like thinking it's a competition because when you do something that is true to you, mm-hmm. it cannot be a competition. It's your journey. It's your path. It's your job. And you just have to do it the best possible way you can. Yes. I actually read something recently because I go out on auditions and you, you can't take it so personally because it's so subjective. I mean, somebody... I remember going to a workshop and a casting director would give me feedback that was so different from another casting director's feedback. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like everybody has a different opinion about how your hair should look oh. and how you should read that scene and where you should find the transition. And it's so subjective and so personal. Mm-hmm. Very personal. And I think it, because it's so vulnerable to be out there mm-hmm. as an actor, but also as a filmmaker, like I know with William, you know, I, I didn't really dare to show it to people because then I thought then they actually see it, you know, <laughs> like it's like they actually watch it. Like it was like terrifying idea. I know. And um, but then and there were people who maybe didn't like it that much. But then slowly as time went on, there were so many people who did like it. And mm-hmm. then there was other projects that I did and people had opinions about it. And some said, oh, no, I prefer that one. Oh, no, I prefer that one. So you also start to understand that, you know, there's a place for every project in the world because there will always be somebody who likes it. Of right. course, you hope that there's a lot of people who like it, but it's the same with acting. Like, you will always, there will always be a part for you that you are perfect for, yes. you know? But th- th- if you can really detach yourself from taking things personal, you'll be much happier. Yes. And you can just move on to the next casting or move on to the next project. And, yeah, because you don't want to make, you, you can't let it make you unhappy. You're right. And you can really come across as sometimes desperate or you really want that role or you got to get it. And that can come across. I think, mm-hmm. I think as an actor or anybody in this creative field, you have to have a full life. I always hear that is you have to do other things. You know, you have to have balance yeah. in your life and be try to be the happiest person you can be because it's very difficult. Mm-hmm. It is very difficult. Yeah, stay active and find your own passion and, and don't wait too much for other people uh, to decide uh, if you can do something yes or no. Yes. You know, yes. like I think that's very important. Just so, like write something or a monologue or mm-hmm. uh, something to make you stay you're creative, I think. You're right. You're right. But it's funny. I'm smiling because you, you, even as a writer, you, you write something and you put it out there and you think, oh, no, what if it gets ripped to shreds? But that's just part mm-hmm. of being in this industry is you have to be yeah. willing to put yourself out there. You have to be fearless and just keep going. Right. You're right. <laughs> now, you, you yeah. have... Um, 
you you have a best director uh, nomination for another short film uh yeah that was like the short film that i told you about that i didn't uh, that i wasn't acting in yes um yeah so that that, that was like uh you know the the 48 hour film festival in amsterdam and oh, yes. um that was a great experience because i wasn't acting mm-hmm. um and so yeah we were second best film and then the actress she received uh, an award and the editor best editor and uh, yeah, and I, of course, I was proud to have a nomination, at of least. Of course, <laughs> of course. And then The Upper Crust, which one is that? What's that about? Yeah, that's my latest film, and that's a 30-minute um, black comedy, completely different, and it's, like, adapted from a, um, a, a screenplay that I've written. Mm-hmm. That was actually the first film of the first screenplay or the, the theater play that I wrote after I decided I'll just do whatever I think I like. And so five years ago, I I think I wrote it together with a colleague and we just performed it uh, all over Holland and Belgium and we had a lot of fun. And then I decided last year um, that I will adapt it into a film. And so that's my last project. It's like, uh, uh, and it's completely different, but it will be screening at the Sunscreen Film Festival in 2017 in in Florida. Florida. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. And if people want more information about you, uh, where can they go? Well, it's like I have my own production company based in Amsterdam, which is Suncat Productions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have Instagram. So uh, Suncat Productions is my Instagram account. So because okay. uh, I travel a lot back and forth to Los Angeles and New York and, of course, Amsterdam. Um, so yeah, I try to collaborate with the world. That's wonderful. Though. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but that's where people can see more of my work and where uh, people can follow me and my filmmaking journey. Wonderful. And uh, any advice for aspiring filmmakers, actors, directors? Well, I think a lot of people say the same thing, but it's it's like really, uh, just don't give up. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what I keep telling myself every day. And there's moments, you know, that I'm like, oh, my God, it's too hard. It's right. too hard. And then then you can ask yourself the question, but what else will I do? And then you just, you know, yes. you just keep going and find good people. Find good people um, in your in your sort of team, you know, and doesn't mean that a crew, but just a team of people around you or friends, uh, people you really connect with and are truthful um, you know, you can sort of um, have advice or or talk or have like a writing day together. You know, I have a very good friend. You know, we often have work days together and we just sit and she does something else and I do my own thing and we just um, stimulate each other to, to, to keep going and to keep working and and then have a beautiful lunch and enjoy food and a glass of wine. Like, make life, make life worth it. I mean, That's don't great. forget to, to enjoy life, you know? Yeah. No, it's important not to just be alone doing your no. creative pursuits to get out there and do things with other people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and share. Like, that's also one thing that I find very important. Like, when a film is finished, mm-hmm. I always organize, like, a screening, and I, I want champagne, and I invite my <laughs> family, my friends, and, and everybody is going to put on a dress or a suit or be- look beautiful. And it's like, it's like a celebration. Like, it's oh, like I a celebration that. of, you know, that something is finished because yes. that is an accomplishment on itself, it sure you is. know, that you actually finish something. And, 
and then the next day you you clean and then the day after you go back to work mm -hmm. you know it's like it's right. like you make a new start making something new i love that that is great okay when is the next party <laughs> uh, well actually i can't wait for the next party um well, there's the film festival here in Utrecht, in in Holland, mm -hmm. uh, the coming week. So I will be there attending some screenings, and I'm sure a glass of champagne here and there will be enjoyed. Sounds good. Um, but the next party, um, well, I think at the LA Femme Film Festival, um, because William will be screening there, and I'm very excited about that. I also will be guest at the panel. Okay. I think it is on the 22nd of um, October. And the twenty second of October. Okay. I, I don't really know the time, but there's a, like I'll be guest uh, at a panel, and we will talk about diversity in the industry. And um, yeah, I think it's if, if anybody there in LA who has time to attend the festival, I think it's a beautiful festival. A lot of female filmmakers, but it's like films for everyone, you know. And I do think the industry at the moment it's 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 very it's very much in movement and changing and. Um, in a way, it becomes more hard. In a way, it becomes more soft. I don't know if, if you understand what I mean. Like, right. I do think people really want to connect. And I think this festival is a, is a beautiful place to connect and um, find some good, good people. Yeah. It's, it's great. I'm, I'm planning on attending. I have that in my calendar. Oh, how lovely. Yes. That's great. So I look forward to meeting you, if not before, then there. Yeah, that will be absolutely wonderful. Okay. I want to thank yeah. you so much for coming on the show. Now... At the beginning of the show, before you came on, I told listeners, I might not have pronounced your name right. Could you give us the proper pronunciation of your name? Uh, well, the English version will be Katja van Leeuwen. Okay. Yes. And, the, <laughs> and how is it really pronounced? Uh, the, in Dutch, people would say Katja van Leeuwen. Oh, that's beautiful. It's a very, very Dutch name, but... I think Katja van Leeuwen sounds a little bit more exotic in my ears. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. I want to thank you so but, much yeah. for calling in. This has been great. Yes, thank you so much. It was lovely. Thank you for having me. me and yes, I'm really looking forward to meet you and uh, um, at the festival probably. All right, thank you so much. Take care. Okay. okay, have a lovely day. You too. Bye-bye. That was Katja Van Leeuwen, and she was joining us to talk about uh, some of her film work, one of which I got to screen. It was beautiful, called William. Again, director, producer, and she's a writer and performer, and uh, she was in that film, starring in that film. If you missed any part of this segment, the first half of the show, Get the Funk Out, it will be up on my blog within an hour after we wrap. We're going to take a quick break, and then uh, we have another guest scheduled, and um, this is going to be great. I watched another film all, all over the weekend called Landfill Harmonic. It was so powerful. Brad Allgood is the director, editor, and director of photography. He's going to be joining us in just a few minutes to talk about this award-winning documentary. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. We'll take a little break, and then Brad will be up next to join us. <laughs> 